0: Hi, I'm Rick Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes. In this 195th episode, we're going to discuss why the U.S. economy finally got back on track after suffering through the Great Depression and the ills of the World War II wartime economy. So, in our two previous episodes, we explained that the Great Depression wasn't cured by World War II. Also, keep in mind that more than a few economists at the time expected the economy to go back into a depression after the war and called for ramped up government spending to continue on non-war endeavors but what exactly occurred to return to a period of real economic growth first the federal government uh, excuse me federal government spending in fact was reduced for example federal outlays as a share of the economy declined from nearly 43% in 1944 to 14% in 1949 thereby reining in the crowding-out effect, whereby government spending drains resources away from the private sector, whether via borrowing or taxes. This spending reduction, contrary to the prevailing Keynesian view at the time, and still held by many today, had a positive effect on the economy. Second, the effort to reduce sky-high taxes at least got underway. For example, the top personal income tax rate went from 94%, yikes, to 86.45% in 1946 under the Revenue Act of 1945. And the destructive corporate excess profit tax was repealed. In addition, the, what do you call the standard corporate income tax rate was cut. A later tax measure provided another personal income tax cut, for example, with the top rate declining to 82.13% in 1948. Yes, these measures still left taxes far too high, and legislation in 1950 and 51 in response to the Korean War unfortunately raised taxes once again. Indeed, taxes stayed far too high throughout the 1950s, generating perverse incentives in terms of tax breaks and carve-outs and complexities, and helping to create a very uneven economy. But the militancy of the 1930s had receded. Third, on the regulatory front, price controls were lifted and measures like the 1947 Taft-Hartley Act signaled a willingness by Congress to rein in or check some of the federal regulatory controls and excesses of the New Deal era. Finally, efforts to reduce international trade barriers, which had begun in 1934, expanded It became more secure after World War II, including reducing trade barriers through the General Agreement on Tariffs and Trade, or GATT, which was signed in 1947. So, during the immediate post-war years, again, when some prominent economists warned against reducing the size and reach of government, as government was somewhat reined in or restrained, the private economy grew fantastically, robustly, in fact, generating Nothing less than an astounding post war recovery. For example, real private GDP grew by 60.8% in 1945 and, get a load of this, by 148.6% in 1946. That was followed by 4.8% in 1947. 3.6% in 1948, and after a decline of 4.5% in 1949, growth reignited in 1950 to 12.1%. This combination of reigning in government spending, taxes, and regulation while working to expand trade sent a strong signal to entrepreneurs, businesses, and investors that the private sector was no longer the enemy it had been portrayed as in the 1930s, nor was it something to be controlled for government purposes as during World War II. Hey, thanks for listening. By the way, please pick up the paperback or Kindle edition of my two recent books, The Weekly Economist, 52 Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist, or and The Weekly Economist 2, 52 More Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist, perhaps buy copies for others, especially high school and college students. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care, and hey, think more like an economist.